0: An exciting Tuesday. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of some sort of alliteration, but we're just gonna call it Firepower Tuesday. Or
1: titillating Tuesday.
0: Titillating Tuesday. Oh, that didn't work. No. It was well, either way, this is minute twenty-seven of the movie Predator. I am Cliff from PredatorMinute.com.
1: And I'm Aaron, also from PredatorMinute.com. And in this particular uh, installment, we're gonna be we're gonna be going over like even more and more action. We're gonna see lots of just I don't know. I, I, I think it, there's a lot of like uh, uh, themes on just action movies, like. Th- with all the care with, all- with this, this, this just seemed like a caricature of an action movie, like what you would see in Hot Shots Part II or sure. something like that. But I'm sorry, I'm just really excited about this this particular episode.
0: He is. Um, it's. Uh, <laughs> I think they call them tropes, and we're going to see a tropes, lot of thank
1: them. Thank you. That's the word.
0: And we're going to see uh, a lot of them. We are joined, as we will be all week, by John Ambrosio, Doctor of Marine Biology. Yes. And there is some water in this scene. Yes. Um, I don't know how much that'll be brought up. Uh, but, uh, this minute begins with Hawkins and Poncho coming down some steps, and it ends with Billy shooting a couple dudes just like the last minute. <laughs> so, as Aaron mentioned, there is a lot to unpack here, yeah. and, uh, the only thing I will kick it off with is the geography of this place is fucked.
1: <laughs> it's really like something out of Inception. Oh, wait, you haven't seen that, have you? Um, but, no, it really is. It's like, uh... I think we, in, 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 uh, when we were getting ready for this, you were talking about how there's a scene where there's this tree really far away. The guy's in it. He, he gets blown out of the tree more, or shot out of the tree. It's, it's interchangeable because it was with the minigun. And then he falls into a building. That was the very... building that
0: we <laughs> alluded to at the beginning that Hawkins and Poncho run down. Yes. So Hawkins and Poncho are running down some steps. They're going down a level of elevation into a still. Existent building, and remember, four have been blown up already. They go down some steps. Hawkins is carrying two guns, Poncho seems to have just his major gun. There are two dudes shooting at them, and Poncho uses grenade launcher as this is want and gets his two kills. I'll go ahead and give the kill count now early. Okay, Poncho two, Dutch four, Billy five, three by grenade. And Blaine won, but it took him 700 bullets.
2: (laughs) I'm not not giving Poncho those two kills. They landed in the water. That was a soft enough landing. I think they're going to have to fight these guys at least in the next
0: couple of minutes. It's a good point. Possibly one of them becomes the Predator. This could be the origin story, like a Joker thing.
1: Yeah, but also I think I have a better understanding of why they were storming this compound, why the CIA was interested. I don't think it was the uh, uh, cabinet minister and and his aide. I think it was actually that that these people were working on portal technology <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: right, so yeah we so we see remember early on we've seen that they've gone down a level into this building <coughs> that uh Pancho and Hawkins are in mm-hmm. it cuts to, and you know you'd think with my notes I remember this exactly right, but it cuts to a scene of Mac who is. Way out in the jungle now, and he's running down a path, and there's a gentleman in a sentry tower, a sandbag tower, who's shooting at him inexplicably, shooting behind him. Usually in these action movies, you shoot behind. But speaking of those tropes, it's the classic machine gun bullets hitting in a path that are you know is leading up to somebody, yes. which always requires someone to be shooting it at some strange angle where they'd hit the ground. They, I think Mac so, is
2: just running too fast for the <laughs> human reflexes. He's a nimble man.
0: Him. <laughs> and he runs up, and we get the only bit of dialogue that we get from this scene, which is, get that mother...
1: Oh, <laughs> well, that was a lot of dialogue, too. Really,
0: <laughs> and then it cuts to Blaine, who's about 150 miles away, <laughs> roughly. And he shoots, Uh-oh. and we get this, like, really far away shot. It's like a totally different camera. It's all grainy. Yeah. It's like a Zaprooter film all of a sudden. And a tree blows up. Yeah. You know, one of those explosive trees, which I ostensibly had the gentleman in the uh sandbag unit he falls we get a scene of him falling and doing this great swimming motion in the air that all of these extras are having the time of their lives maybe they didn't pay them for whatever i don't know what's going on everyone looks so happy to be doing what they're doing oh
1: and then those two those two two uh uh uh, stunt actors that were that poncho took out Mm -hmm. you know they they fly up out of the nest and and then into the river that was great no just a quick question to John. What oh. sort of hazards are there in oh. that water? Like these, yeah, these men, sure. especially with open wounds, like bullet wounds. Oh, yeah. Stuff?
2: So um, there are yeah. all kinds of predatory fish that <laughs> parasitize. Hopefully they don't urinate. There's this catfish that will actually swim up the urethra of animals <laughs> using the chemical senses of urine.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so
0: maybe they aren't barmed. coming back. But they may, they, oh, they'll come back. They'll just, So they were inside, I just want to point impacted. out again, they were inside of this unit that was already a floor down, and when they get hit by the grenade, they jump out the back of it, mm-hmm. and as John mentioned, they seem to be fine, because they're moving their arms, they're, you know, still... They're
1: responsive. They're not yeah, they're really responsive. on fire.
0: Yeah, and the fire's falling off of them, and then they sort of dive into the water in different, you know, states of duress, but... It, they don't seem to actually be shot. I mean, the explosion knocked them back some. Right. But it's wh- where's this river Slate exactly? Percussion. Is yeah. it, well percussion. It, is it behind?
1: There was probably a portal behind them, <laughs> and they fell, there was a portal above the river, about 50 feet above the river, and they fell out of that. Such bad luck know.
0: for the gentleman who falls from the roof, roughly about where those guys were and didn't manage to hit that river. Yeah, Maybe I mean, does.
2: this gorilla compound is a place where you know these people. These people probably live here.
0: Yeah, it this looks is... like, it's like a putt putt golf place with the rivers going uh, through it and all sorts of. There's garlic meat. hanging, <laughs> yeah. a garland of garlic hanging from water. Oh, yeah. I missed it. That. Really it gets good... blown. Billy blows oh, it up. He hates garlic.
2: Gosh,
1: you know what? And that's such a waste. That person had had learned the culinary arts. You know, spent uh, all those years of study only just to be shot up by. Dutch, probably. Yeah. I mean, probably. a good
0: segue because Dutch gets some action in here. He comes oh. in second with his four. Now his kills are trope. all gun kills. He's now he's by the helicopter, which is oh, finished go? burning and is just a shell. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I just want to. This, this was this was a great trope because Dutch actually he doesn't have infinite ammo. I think it's highly economical use of his <laughs> magazine because he empties almost like half. You know, these magazines are thirty rounds. He empties almost a half to maybe three quarters of the magazine into one guy, mm-hmm. and then he shoots a three-round burst into three guys, all three dropping, and then he turns around and he just shoots off into some you know <laughs> random direction at somebody yeah. off, off camera. One shot. And then I think his magazine was done, but he doesn't reload at that point. Maybe mm-hmm. he does off camera, but... Excellent usage of, of ammunition yeah. here. Yeah, it angrily
0: jabs his gun off to the side, doesn't even turn his body, just sort of jabs offside and fires yeah. a burst.
1: No, that's that's an interesting point because all of the gorillas are actually aiming their weapons. They know how to use firearms, but this crack team, they don't have to aim. They just sort of push the gun in the direction that they want it to shoot and well, it hits the target. Every with the
0: time. exception of Billy's kill towards the end. Oh, right. Okay yeah uh and yeah and then it it finally finishes off uh with billy coming down he's now on the uh, the bottom floor uh, yeah. i guess where hawkins and poncho were he's standing there he whips to his left i guess maybe he hears something and he's sh- he's kind of in a corridor like a maze mm-hmm. uh, sort of gauntlet type corridor and a guy runs out and he shoots him and then another guy runs out Looking to his left at the gentleman's being shot, paying no attention to where the bullets might have come from, and is totally surprised by Billy who lights him up.
1: Well, and also, like, keep in mind after he shoots the first guy, some stuff in the crates and barrels behind him lights on fire. Now, if I were Billy, I would probably be, you know, wanting to get away from that, thinking that might explode at some point. I don't know what's in there. I I I can't read the labels on the uh, crates.
0: Yeah, they're they're just numbers and letters and. They shoot one, and it looks like it's just holding sawdust. Okay. So maybe, <laughs> well, they, it's, maybe. it could be like a grain silo, so those will explode. Uh, yeah, that's true. The other point uh, is yeah. the gentleman who's in the tower, the one that's shot by Blaine that eventually falls all that way, looks suspiciously like Ron Jeremy. Oh! And I think he's also the second gentleman that Poncho su- shoots in that sequence in that they both are wearing a red bandana and have mustaches. I, it's hard to tell even minute by minute. Is but it
1: possible they all could have been Ron Jeremy?
0: Uh, Juan Jeremy, thank you very much. Juan Jeremy? Yeah, <laughs> he's Spanish. Very famous Hispanic actor. Oh my goodness, this could be a of Juan Jeremy. Yare- <laughs> that, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that why they're, they're taking it over. Porno portal technology. Uh, portal <laughs> te- <laughs> porno
1: portal technology. That way
0: you can use your penis in one area and impregnate, or not impregnate, hopefully uh you cool, know like
1: glory wormhole glory- <laughs> <laughs> it's the
0: dune sequel i think uh so yeah it's there's a lot happening <laughs>
1: well
0: it's a, back to the morning dj theme that we've had yeah so as aaron mentioned there's a lot of tropes there's the unlimited ammunition trope there's the explosion firing guys fully intact bodies mm-hmm. with no marks on them up in the air they just look like they're having a wonderful time to sort of ragdoll uh yeah you oh, have the
1: also in the scene Blaine gets hit doesn't he
0: That's what John said okay. I guess this would be the hit he takes later I somehow missed it even minute by minute Yeah but, he got oh hit no. by the
1: guy in the tree he got shot I don't know in the if arm. he got I don't, I don't know if he got hit He got hit he, there's you can see the bullet wound in his arm as he's approaching the guy in the tree. he doesn't really move cuz as we'll find he out, time, right? Yeah. yeah, he doesn't
2: have time. Yeah. He does hold that minigun pretty steadily. Yeah, with well, taking two shots. Once in the again, arm.
1: that is a mounted only weapon. You don't carry that and fire it.
0: Unless well, I certainly don't. Yeah,
1: no one does. Well,
0: unless you're Jesse, the body. Of the yeah, champion. unless you're the governor of Minnesota. <laughs> well, I, it
1: was. Yeah, okay. okay.
0: Yeah, former professional wrestler, all around great guy. I mean, yeah. Marijuana advocate. <laughs> maybe it was the ganja from the from Jesse yesterday. You know, maybe, maybe,
1: maybe all those conspiracy theories are The true. ultimate stabilizer. <laughs> yeah,
0: see? There you go. It's all about stability, just like with the environmental interests that we had yesterday. So yeah, just so many things happen in this minute in terms of action. And I understand it's not meant to make any sense on a map. It would be funny to try and map it out, mm-hmm. to really draw this out and figure out where everything is and where people are and where they're at. But there's also some good continuity too. You found something that I believe you thought was continuity in terms of the guns that Hawkins and Poncho were carrying. But they managed to keep that through. They were correct. So it's not a total mess. There are certainly movies that make a total hash of it. But they're getting the general point across which is these guys work as a team rather than sets of individuals. Like the gorillas all seem to be constantly being caught unawares as they're shooting at one person billy comes and throws a grenade as they're shooting at mac then blaine hits them Except it's, it's, it's,
1: it's interesting right. though because it's, it, to <laughs> so, me i always felt like they were acting very disorganized and no one was really like it was like they were moving without knowing where everybody was it almost seemed because it was so random but again it, it falls back on that whole do we map it out thing and you know why bother it's fun right at this point but
0: i i think that what they're trying to get across i mean in terms of the narrative of the movie is they're trying to show that they're highly organized and that overcomes the superior firepower (laughs) i I know but they do by these individual scenes where one person's getting shot and then the other person hits them right that's you know they're showing that oh this person's backing up that person continuously Right, It's not just one person Basically, they're a
1: bunch of really awesome uh, shoot-from-the-hit pistolero types from the wild, wild
0: west. But they're sort of in small partnerships, sort of small team squads. And you're right, Dylan is completely missing, I guess because he got such a heavy minute last time. Ah, yeah. He's the only person that actually, he doesn't have the warping technology the rest of them do, so he's completely confused why they're all 50 yards away from
1: him. You got all the stats for those, but what about Legolas? How many did he get?
0: Uh, well, if if we're assuming that Dylan or that, I'm sorry, the Mac is the dwarf,
1: <laughs> then yes. Legolas, Which one was the ranger.
0: Uh, Poncho. <laughs>
1: so Poncho must be Legolas.
0: Yeah. So he's at two, uh, and with his two but, from yesterday, he gets some four. But and,
1: Billy badass though. He's more like Mac, a ranger though, right? He's a Mac, tracker and stuff.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it's a tough... Jesse a does point.
2: make the long kill.
0: Maybe maybe just doing that.
2: Jesse Badi Ventura makes the long kill like Legolas would. Picking, uh, picking him out of the tree. Yeah, but he's yeah. like,
0: even though he's not wearing heavy armor, he just looks like a heavy armor kind of guy, like a plate armor. I've already said yeah. that Dutch I mean, is the is paladin carrying. just because of his yeah. brain, or, you know, his uh, character. Mm-hmm. And it just seems that Dylan's you're, the you're barbarian. Deep. Plus, he goes charging off later, spoiler alert. Ah, yeah. But... Uh, do we have any other unit? Any other notes from this minute? No. no I think, okay. I think we wrapped it up. Oh, Speaking of going charging off, don't you yeah. go charging off. Well, actually, you know what? Go ahead. Enjoy your Tuesday. Yeah. Charge off just like these gentlemen, but remember to always work in small teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't sit on top of Sentry Towers without someone watching your back is the moral yeah. here. And then
1: also rally back to our meeting point tomorrow.
0: Uh, our meeting point in time. Wherever yes. you like to listen to us in the car, mm-hmm. in the hot tub or in your mobile hot tub in your car as yeah, you enjoy like as we all should that sweet podcast money we've got on you can <laughs> join around it. brought to you by Whirlpool <laughs> and you can join us tomorrow Wednesday, hump day on a Predator Minute
2: until then <laughs>